0: I learned that having peace is more about letting energy ebb and flow. Resistance stops things up and creates stored trauma in the body. Rather than feel like you need to control everything, flow with life a little more, remind yourself you're safe, and only put energy into what you can control. My name is Francesca Phillips, and you're listening to The Good Space Podcast, a show where we help you find peace and power in work, relationships and intuition have you ever felt conflicted when listening to a podcast episode because you want to take notes on the insights that you're receiving but at the same time you're cooking or cleaning or working out and it's not really convenient to do so well we have got you covered Starting in September, we are going to have a paid membership where after every interview that's released on the Good Space podcast, we will create a one page PDF of all the greatest insights and takeaways from that episode, as well as action items that you can do to integrate the learnings from that episode. So you can cook clean, do whatever it is that you like to do while you're listening to a podcast. And then later, you know, you will have the great takeaways and the notes that you need to integrate it into your life. So it's a win-win. You will also get monthly email courses on topics like law of attraction, ego, wealth, manifesting, teaching you ways that you can integrate those principles more into your life. We'll have free iPhone wallpapers, coloring pages with affirmations, as well as community activities like weekly stand-ups, or we could do monthly Q&As. A lot of it is still... Being built and created with input from the community. So if this sounds awesome to you and there are other things that you would even want to add to it, like please get on our waiting list. Let's chat, join the membership, join the community, because you will also be supporting the good spaces mission, which is to help people get the tools they need to feel peace in their life. So there's so much goodness that comes from this. Go to the show notes, sign up for our waiting list and let's go. I want to talk today about feeling peace even when life around you seems overwhelming. If you're in a city like I am, it can feel hectic, busy, pressure. Certain family members or friends can dump their energetic clutter on you and it makes you feel drained. Maybe you're plagued by incessant negative thoughts that bring your energy down. Every component in your life involves energy and affects how you feel. Is there a way to feel more peace even when things around you feel hectic? Yes, there is. My goal since I've lived in New York City is to figure out how to exist in a serene, peaceful bubble without needing to move. It's been three years and I've gotten better, but realized a few key things. One, feeling peace is a lifelong commitment. It requires ebbing and flowing with the rhythms of life, checking in with yourself, and doing consistent spiritual hygiene habits that keep you grounded and clear. Two, slow down. If you spend time in nature and let yourself observe and try to match its pace, you'll realize how much slower it goes than us humans. Then if you let yourself soak in and observe more, you might notice your own body syncing up with it. It's pretty cool and a great reminder of our roots. The earth has survived for millions of years so far, so clearly she knows what it takes to live that long. We can learn so much from her. Three. Be okay going against the grain. Don't feel like you have to keep up with the energy around you. It took me a bit to accept that one. The energy in New York City is so palpable, so intense that you kind of feel like you need to get swept up in it. But I realized recently, I don't need to be a fast paced New Yorker who runs 20 miles a minute to enjoy living here. If I want to see the change I seek, then I have to be the change. It's okay if I walk a little slower work reasonable hours, and don't strive the way most people do. That's okay, but I have to be the change. And this goes for you too. If you crave a certain way of living, then be that change even if you're the only one. Seth Godin said, great ideas always sound like they're far too soon. Good ideas feel early. If you wait until the market is telling you exactly what it wants, you're almost certainly too late. If living a peaceful life sounds great or good to you, then don't wait for everyone else to do it. You'll have wasted so many precious years not having peace. Who knows, the world may not even catch up in your lifetime. So forge ahead with me and the others in our community who want to be the change. Before I share a few more things, here are a few questions. How are you existing in the world? Is it the way you want to? Or do you feel pressured by your environment and relationships? I want you to sit with that for a brief pause. Let the natural answer come to the surface don't judge or resist. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. This is important to think about and reckon within yourself because there is so much emotional and energetic clutter that we hang on to, which manifests into physical clutter, relationship clutter. If you can figure out what or where in your life things feel heavy or cluttered and then align with your body for guidance, you can release a whole lot. You can feel lighter, more aligned, and uncover the real you the connected expansive peaceful you i'm going to share some things but don't feel pressure to have to write them down just listen enjoy and if you want to revisit anything this is all written in the show notes which we've linked on whatever app you're listening <laughs> to this on we've put nice music in the background to make this a soothing episode we want you to enjoy the experience and The common thread between everything I will share involves observation, being present and observant, listening rather than reacting. So here's how I found peace no matter where I've been. And this continually changes. I continually add things, other things I may drop off because of the season I'm in. So it ebbs and flows, but this is a good solid starting point beyond the three things that I listed at the beginning of this episode. So here we go. One thing I recommend is getting in nature. As I mentioned earlier, remind yourself of the pace of Earth. Central Park is my haven. Sitting on the grass, looking at the sky, soaking in the sounds of the trees and birds. Of course, on good cool days. And of course, you can still hear sirens and, and loud noises, but it's definitely more peaceful in Central Park. And in the winter, you can take walks, on super hot days, you can look at trees lining the sidewalk or out your window, even looking at plants in your house and observing the color and shape is restorative. What I've noticed is if you let your body sync up to the rhythm and pace of nature, that's what makes the biggest difference. I challenge you the next time you're around trees or birds to observe how fast or slow they're going. Most likely they're going slower than we're used to. Let yourself sync up to that. And see how you feel after. Another thing I like to do is ask yourself, where is your energy going? Every time I think of where my energy is going, I think of this diagram from Joe Dispenza's book Supernatural. It's called where you place your attention is where you place your energy. You can see the picture in the show notes for the episode, but I'll explain it here as well. So what I see right now is a black small circle in the center of the page And in white letters, it says inner world of thoughts and feelings. And then from this black circle, there are arrows that go outward. It's like all around the circle, the arrows are going outward. And at the end of each arrow are different things that we experience in our outer world of physical reality. So it'll say car, house, money, pets, food, exercise, past, future, problems, blah, 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 keeps going. And then you get to like the right side. And it says emails, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, cell phone, WhatsApp, text, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, pain, body, face, in-laws, friends, relatives. So you can go around this whole circle. And basically it's a diagram of a number of things that most of us put energy out towards, right? So this black circle is your inner world of thoughts and feelings, and it holds your energy. And then we expel or expend that energy on all of these things. I realized how much of my energy was going to social media and places that didn't make me feel good. And if you look at this circle, social media and internet related things literally take up a quarter of the whole circle. And that visualization just like shocked me. It took me back. And so I had already not been feeling great being on social media. And it took two weeks of back and forth to delete my Instagram from my phone. So I did that for two months. And it felt liberating because I wanted to test this idea. If I remove a quarter of where my energy is going on the circle, what would it feel like? And it felt great. It felt like so much freedom. I was more present and used that reclaimed energy to zone in on creative work, to do deep work. And if you want to know more about deep work, listen to episode 57. So now I only log on to Instagram once a week to post on the Good Spaces page my focus is on our weekly emails and our paid newsletter that you can get every week that is like where my passion lies that is where i connect so much to everyone in the community it's just such an uplifting experience because we only have a certain amount of energetic stores every day so what are you investing it in how are you refilling that tank every day these are the two questions i've been asking myself regularly and it took some time to be able to let let things let go of me to allow things that didn't align to be free of me. And then just to put that energy in things I actually do love. So I hope that you can get to that point as well. So kind of bouncing off of, off of that, another thing to do is to ask yourself, where is there clutter in your life? So observe when you feel resistance or heaviness after thinking a thought, after speaking to a certain person or using an app like Instagram or Facebook, is your energy more expansive and peaceful or anxious and drained? When you recognize what's heavy. Commit to letting them go whenever you're ready. That's something I learned from Peggy Fitzsimmons, who will be on episode number 72. God, source, won't make you let go of anything that's not ready to let go of you. Let me say that again. God, source, won't make you let go of anything that's not ready to let go of you. So trust that once you see where life feels heavy, that you're already on the path to releasing it. It's important to let go of people or things or grudges and trauma stuck in our bodies. It's important to let it go. It releases so much. It's also important to recognize when people are dumping their energetic clutter on you. So it may not even be things that you're expending energy or thought on, but when someone just comes to you and starts dumping things on you that takes a lot of energy away. Um, even just saying that I'm like breathing in and like sighing out. So like, I know my body feels that. So energetic clutter comes in the form of complaining, speaking negatively of others, or speaking in ways that contribute nothing to joy growth. Some people get triggered and act in negative ways because of a pattern they created in their bodies. And some people only know how to connect because of negativity. Like Brene Brown famously said hot wiring connection through negativity. So that energetic clutter is their responsibility to hold, not yours. Learning this has saved me so much energy and heartache. It's helped me create boundaries where I used, you know, before I had boundaries, I used to feel responsible for other people's emotional states and their healing. Like I had to be the one to help them to change, but most people aren't complaining or being negative because they want to change. That was the biggest differentiator for me is that, yeah, you can go in and you can try to like save that person and and encourage them to learn and to heal. But if they're not complaining or being negative to change, then it's wasted effort. So it's best to let them take care of it and remove yourself from that energetic situation. Another thing that I learned as far as having peace is to work on becoming the observer in all situations. I used to be so reactive, feeling like I had no control over my emotions or thoughts. But through meditation and different books, I realized our true self is the one that notices emotions like sadness or anxiety. It's not the actual feeling of sadness or anxiety. They're merely indicators and ways that our body communicates to us and as the observer, our job is to question, oh, hmm, I'm feeling anxious and sad. Why? And then going from there. Or I'm feeling happy and elated. Great. You can ask why. And maybe you're doing something you love that you didn't realize before. So anytime you're in an intense emotional situation, you can take the seat of the observer. And it just helps so much with stress and overwhelm. And it really lets you step back. Okay. So one of the last things is when you feel overwhelmed by your environment or to-do list, do less. I used to feel so stressed and like I had to do more and more because if, if you know, my schedule right now isn't working and I'm not getting things done, then I need to do more. But what I've learned is you, that's actually a sign you need to do less. So if you can remove yourself from the environment. So if you've been working from home, get outside. Or if you are in a tense situation, just go to another room or step outside. Again, nature is great. Taking a walk, schedule fewer callers next week. I remember I felt so burned out one week and I realized on my schedule that I had like five calls three days of the week. And so I just like canceled everything, but like one or two calls the next week just to test it. And it turns out I felt so much better and I just had overscheduled myself you know, you can cancel calls that aren't uber important. Again, it's sensing and learning what's harmonious for your life. Do less when you need to recoup, do a little more when you're ready to. And as a bonus, as a bonus tip, try something new like breath work, meditation, or yoga. Sometimes we're so ingrained in our habits, we need a new practice to get us out of a rut. You never know what can help you feel peace until you try. And I'm definitely speaking from personal experience here because my friend is training to become a breathwork practitioner and she needed test subjects, basically. Like she needed to get a certain amount of sessions in to get her certification. And I think I might've mentioned this before, but I was skeptical and resistant, but I wanted to help my friend and I wanted to be there for her. And now I just had my third session I freaking love it. It's amazing. Did not expect it, was not expecting it, but it opened up something within me. And it's especially because I struggle with anxiety. I feel like it was just what I needed. So you never, never know. It's worth just trying things once. And if it's not for you, totally fine. If it is for you, what a pleasant surprise. So overall, I learned that having peace is more about letting energy ebb and flow. Resistance stops things up and creates stored trauma in the body. Rather than feel like you need to control everything, flow with life a little more, remind yourself you're safe, and only put energy into what you can control. Now it's time for an affirmation. I am peace. I align myself with peaceful energy every day in every way. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helps me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon.